0: yeah hello and welcome back to the couch GM podcast my name is ryan parker and i'm joined as always by matt chamberlain how are you doing matt
1: um that's a that's a question <laughs> um uh, for basketball sakes i'm doing all right i've been getting some shots up lately so yeah. yeah the the caution tape isn't on the neighborhood basketball goal anymore so get some shots up so basketball wise i'm feeling pretty good
0: yeah we're officially like in june now yeah that's weird like it's may 31st when we're recording this but for like, all intents and purposes may's done may's done yeah it's at may 2020 is in the books and man
1: whoa. 2020 what a year
0: Oof, man uh it's quite the way to kick off a decade yeah um, I, uh, yeah let's just leave it nba at
1: that. is going to try and get us back on track here though
0: hopefully hopefully that's the case uh, we got lots of NBA news to talk about today, uh, and we're going to be talking about that later. But um, let me remind you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and also give us a rating review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. If you missed episode 71, that's right, we're on episode 72, Matt. Woo! Woo! Lots of episodes. Uh, we talked about Last Dance, and mm-hmm. the just like our quick thoughts... Uh, we talked about how hard winning is just some like fun tidbits mm-hmm. about dennis rodman uh scotty scotty I mean,
1: his his perceptions after this yeah we we didn't get into mj lebron
0: the, no, the th- debate that that would have been another podcast down the road and thankfully uh adam silver has graced us with some nba news yes some tidbits to talk about outside yeah. of just legacy yeah legacy talk uh which is fun, but not for this podcast, Matt.
1: So for this one, we'll run through some news real quick and then we'll get into uh some potential return scenarios that the NBA is floating out there. I know some of our past, you know, handful of podcasts have been like what if the season doesn't come back and all that, but maybe some optimism. Maybe. We'll we'll see how it actually pans out. But real quick news and then we'll move on to um, some scenarios where the NBA could return. So news, um, just because I need to get fully focused on basketball, we'll start out with the Knicks. because <laughs> um, What's more if you're American tr- than the Knicks trying to do something ridiculous?
0: If you're counting at home, that's uh, about three minutes into the podcast. <laughs> We're taking jobs at the Knicks. We
1: got to them. Um, because they're reportedly eyeing Tom Thibodeau to fill their coaching vacancy. Um we were just talking off air. At what point do teams in the league realize Tom Thibodeau is probably not a great NBA head coach? And obviously, that we've almost got there. But the, the Knicks, the bottom of the barrel of the NBA is still reaching out for him.
0: So, let's review. He was with Chicago for what? F- six years? Six seasons? Something? A handful. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. And then was fired, resigned, however you want to phrase yeah. that. Went over to Minnesota pretty shortly after. With, was with them for three seasons, was fired, resigned, however you want to phrase that. Yeah. Taken a season, season or two off here, and now...
1: Just kind of travels the league, tries to learn from other coaches. And part of me is like, okay, I hear that, and part of me wants to say, that, that's a good thing, and try and see what other teams are doing that's working. So if you do get a job again... Maybe it'll be different. But part of me just thinks, no, you're like a 50-something-year-old man. You've been in the NBA for a long time as a coach, and you really haven't seemed to change what you do in 20 years on the job. So why would I think? (laughs) Now you're going to change.
0: Because it's, it's different, Matt. You don't understand.
1: Maybe he just sees the Knicks and he's like, oh, you guys are playing four power forwards at a time. That's my type of basketball. Taj
0: Gibson's <laughs> on this roster. Sign me up. I'm um, like one-twelfth of the way to getting the Bulls back together. And I still believe we can win a championship. Mm-hmm. Call up Derrick Rose. Call up Jimmy Butler. We can get the band back together. Joe
1: Kim Noah's going to have a job again. Um, Again, not that they've hired him, but the report is that they're eyeing him. And um, let's just say I... I don't i i actually i hope the Knicks do this because that just means they're going to win 15 games again next year um other news so <laughs> Euroleague, which is the it's it's the the basketball equivalent of like the champions league in soccer where like they take like the best teams from each of the kind of different european leagues um and have kind of like their own tournament and everything um the League has canceled the remainder of their season um doesn't necessarily mean all the other leagues are canceled like we know bundesliga's um picked back up but they've decided to cancel the rest of their season um which then is is kind of the opposite of the nba who seems to be set on a return to play some way somehow which again as a basketball fan i hope to be true um but they seem to be um singling in on going to disney at orlando um, as a just kind of a bubble which we've talked about that idea of a bubble place um, whether it's Vegas or Orlando um, it Seems Orlando is going to be the choice for that assuming. That's what happens um, And then the last bit of news before we talk more about the return to play I um, just want to throw it out. There's that many players across the league notably of the Minnesota Timberwolves Carl Anthony Towns, Josh Koji and, and others across the league whether it's Jalen Brown um, Malcolm Brogdon um, again I'm saying Jalen Brown Malcolm Brogdon for president at some point in the near future um, <laughs> that that president vice president combo would be elite um, have raised their voice about recent events um, in Minneapolis off the basketball court as have many others across the league um, and across different leagues um, so shout out to those guys um, that they're not just going to shut up and dribble so that's going to get um, the, the end of the news so big topic for today it's just one topic the idea of the NBA bubble set up in Orlando and then the potential setups in terms of games that the NBA is, is considering because there's, there's so many scenarios that have been thrown out, but it seems like the NBA is kind of starting to, to narrow their choices down to the options they want to con- strongly, strongly consider. Mm. And so, Ryan, kind of talk us through a little bit and we'll we'll go more in depth too. But what what are some ideas the NBA and Adam Silver have?
0: So reportedly, these there's kind of like these three ish schools of thought on how the NBA would want to return. Mm-hmm. The first one I think you and I both would enjoy the most, and most NBA fans would enjoy the most, but probably the least likely. Yeah. Uh, so this like World Cup style of play, so like grouping the teams, remaining teams into. Uh, whether that's 20 or 24 teams into groups, yeah. uh, have them play a number of games, let's say eight. Uh, and then out of that, the top two from each group mm-hmm. go on to play in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, Essentially leaving you in the conference semifinals. Yeah. That's where it would go on from there, and the playoffs would be, from there, normal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, the other school of thought would be uh, play as many games as you can get to 72. So for some teams, that's what, like 5, 7? Yeah, most most teams there. have
1: played between like 64 and 68 games. Okay. So finish out whatever gets you to 72.
0: Whatever gets you to 72. And then normal playoffs in there. Yeah. No no change. That would probably take the most time, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then there's the other school of thought that just goes straight to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are some things within that. Uh, like some ideas about eliminating conferences and receding one to 16 something along those lines yeah. um and then other questions that of course come with this uh with at least one of the ideas the in-season with 72 games idea probably how many teams are coming to the bu- bubble 16 20 24 30 yeah. however that yeah looks like
1: so we'll talk about each of these what we like like and but also like what what might not quite work quite as well and then just some other um bits uh about this and then how some players um also fit into the, the this because there was a gm survey that was sent out kind of talking about some of these ideas and and two not brought up quite as much on social media but pretty much every gm and again these aren't like your official vote this is just like adam silver trying to gather information pretty much everyone's like we want scrimmages which makes sense, because no matter what you pick out of those options, you kind of rattle off. So players need preseason games. right? It, I mean it's like they've been in the offseason right now. Um, they, they need something to get back to I mean just getting back to the field of the game, even um, and managing their bodies, because who knows who's going to come back in shape or you know, need a couple weeks to trim down?
0: So, has anybody checked on Nikola Jokic? Because I'm <laughs> kind of scared about that dude.
1: Yeah, that he's going to come back at, like, 290.
0: Well, so, like, he was out of shape at the beginning of the season. Played his way into shape, which is fine. Yeah. But if you do that now, you're kind of S.O.L. Yeah, there's, like, no have time. You month to, uh, yeah. quote-unquote, get into shape.
1: Yeah. You can't play yourself into game shape right now um, because games are just kind of starting. Yeah. So, I think the scrimmages would be important. But even so, like, you, how many can you really get in? um in a realistic time frame so that that's going to be something um also gms were asked like would you want to be able to expand your roster by like a couple spots and most gms said yes to that i mean it makes sense to try and get a couple more guys so i if you do play scrimmages and whatnot um the lebrons of the world don't have to play 30 minutes they can you know shovel some of those minutes off to you know g league player x um I and mean, those scrimmages don't really matter um so, I I wish, we'll go back to those three ideas. I wish the World Cup would have got a little more support. Um, it, yeah. it didn't get a lot of love in the GM survey. I'm not totally surprised by that, because it's, it's so different from what the NBA currently has.
0: It's so different, and you'd have to think, like, that's probably the most games of the three scenarios we're talking about, right? Yes,
1: the most meaningful games. It's so, just...
0: Yeah. So, like, you're risking more players. Like, you're risking your players more in that format, especially cu- coming off a quote-unquote off season. Yeah. A two-month break, however you want to phrase it. Multiple-month break, because it's not happening now. It's probably going to happen in July. Uh, of, like, trying to get up to speed. So injuries are a big concern there, for sure. Entertainment value-wise, oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, it would be incredible, right? Like just teams going at it and um, the the ringer kind of put like what this would look like if like we didn't play any more games, like uh, do scrimmages to get guys back. But, like we didn't play any more regular season games. We just took 20 teams. Like how it would work is um, there'd be like tier one teams. And so each of them would get their own bracket, their own group. Like, so the Bucks, the Lakers, the Raptors, the Clippers. So like you're guaranteed like you don't play each other like in the initial group stage of this and then, like, you kind of would then assign, like, the easier, the easiest of the next tier to, like, the Bucks and so on, and, like, just kind of layer it. But, like, how cool would it be if it was, like, Bucks, Heat, Pacers, Grizzlies, Pelicans in a group? And you, Bucks, you got to play those other teams two times each. Like, and every game matters because the two best teams out of that, record wise, get to move on. Yeah. That's fun as hell. Like,. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of fun and it presents, I think, something we've been craving for from the NBA a long time is like doing something different with the playoffs. Yeah. Because playoffs are fun except for the first round. Like, like that's we know. Been the issue, like, right? it's like
1: so cool when DJ Augustine leads the Orlando Magic to one win against the Raptors and then the Raptors go <laughs> in the next four games, right? Like, it's, it's a like, five game series. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool. You didn't get swept. Like, yeah. you had a really cool game and you hit a game winner. And like, that, that's like the peak of the excitement. In that series. And now it's like, you're not, at least initially, you're not gearing up for a seven game series of, you know, Raptors magic or Bucks magic in this year's um, situation. You're gearing up for the Bucks having to, and this is just an example, the Bucks having to play the Heat twice, the Pacers twice, the Grizzlies twice, and like the Pelicans twice. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, all right, well, I want to watch all eight of those games (laughs) because those are all fun games. Like, right, we're not just watching the same old. You know kick your butt four days in a row and then we're moving on like and even like the good series that would like naturally happen whether that's like boston philly um like okay yeah we're not watching six or seven games of boston philly but we're watching boston you know play the raptors twice the rockets twice the mavericks twice and the kings twice I'm I'm watching all those games still yeah. like it's not like I wouldn't be watching now. So it's not like you're taking away good series um and replacing it with something mediocre. If anything like it's equally good. It's just not six or seven games against the same team over and over and over again. Now, some teams might not like that though. Some teams are like I built my team to play so and so, you know, Philly yeah. built their team a certain way.
0: Like if somehow the Rockets ended up playing Milwaukee, whatever. It's yeah. Like, well, I didn't plan to guard Giannis.
1: And yeah, this early on. Like, if anything, it's going to be a championship and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, well, I mean, if you're really the best team in the league, why can't you play different teams across the league and beat them?
0: (laughs) That's kind of the idea, right? You know,
1: right? Like, yeah, that's kind of the basic idea of it is you want to be the best team in the league. So play other good teams in the league and beat them and show you're the best. Like, I don't know. It just, it almost seems so simple. Line of thinking. And that, but at the same time, i don't i don't know like i like the diversity of who you play like it's not just like we're gonna wear you out for seven games we're not gonna have joel and be back down for seven games right you're gonna like no you gotta show you can be anybody and everybody and to me that's almost a more accurate representation of
0: a champion of a
1: champion yeah and maybe also if you adopt that style it means you don't have to play so many regular season games against everybody five times or whatever um because you're able to show, like, in a playoff style, well, I can play different teams, the best of the teams, and still win. So maybe that should actually be more of a solution if you want to knock games off the regular season. But, again, it's so different. I I can almost be certain that, you know, the LeBrons and Giannis of the world were like, this is, this is not what we trained for all year. It's not what we planned for all year. Right. And, you know, I don't know how much different it would have been if, if this was announced at the beginning of the season, but it's almost like too sudden of a change.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a really cool idea and a cool option to bring. I feel like this would be a cool thing for like that mid season tournament that the NBA pitched. Um, There's a whole bunch of obstacles for that, but like just making such a sudden change like this would be a whole like cultural movement in the NBA not just like, Ah oh, well, it, the cool thing is, if it did happen, which it probably won't, I acknowledge that. Is like, if this works, like, could it be applied all the time? Yeah, future. Like outside of this bubble thing. Yeah. Um. Because like, if it's like, if they do it and it works, and like players like it, like teams like it, mm-hmm. but then it goes away, it doesn't really mean anything, yeah. right? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that would be the one downside. Um. I don't know. It, I I like the idea. I like watching the World Cup because of this. Like it's the only time I watch soccer. Yeah. Because it's like you'd be I don't know, Germany, one of the best teams in the world, lose once to I don't know, Croatia Not not Croatia's a bad example because they were in the World Cup final. I
1: think like they were they were really good. You lose to Sweden. You lose to
0: Sweden once all of a sudden you're like way behind the eight ball. You're like,
1: yeah, having to fight to make sure you get that at worst second spot right. so you can advance out of the group, the group. Right. yeah and like that's so because then the games are more meaningful right um like of course like in a normal playoff setting like oh yeah Toronto knows they gotta win four games yeah like there, there's pressure in that but like once you get up to one and then you're at home for game four or whatever like or game five like th- there's not as much pressure because you you borderline know, know you're gonna win because you get chance after chance after chance against the same team and you learn their tendencies but like having to mix up who you're playing every so often you got to plan for the heat one night and you got to plan for the like the mavericks the next night like like that, that's hard
0: it's kind of like capturing some of that like march madness stuff. it you is love.
1: a little bit yeah because all of a sudden you know like it's the last day of the group stage and if the rockets want to move on they they have to knock off uh, wh- whomever they gotta knock off the jazz tonight right and all of a sudden you, that brings back that old rivalry for a game and it's that march madness style and because almost every year in the world or you know when the world cup does roll around every single time it all, it's always comes down to that last day for about half the teams of like you have to win today um what's a little different is in soccer in theory you can tie and you know you still get a point in the standings but it's not the three points in the win and the nba doesn't have to do that they could just it's wins and losses it's just your record they don't have to do like a separate points system um one of the drawbacks of this because it hasn't had time to be fully planned out is like what do you do about tiebreakers um you know if two teams finish five and three and they're the and that's the two and three spot in a, in a group stage. Like, how do you determine who's the winner? Like, who gets to move on, and and who didn't?
0: Is there like a quote unquote playing game? Is
1: it like, yeah? Is there? Do you just go on point differential? Like, what do you what do you do? Is it value of win? Like, if a team went five and three in group stage, but one of their wins was against the Bucks, you know, a tier one team, does that determine the tiebreaker, mm, or is it, mm. or is there like how do you determine that and that's the problem the nba probably just had that at the time to really sit down and like think about that um or even for moving out like the those two teams moving out from each group like if if you know again let's just say like there's a the bucks go 8-0 and the lakers go 8-0 it are the bucks the number one seed because their regular season record was overall better or is it because of point differential or like I, again, how, how do you determine it? And it's just like the, um, basically the small detail. Yeah. Right. Like that just, it can be worked out in this time span, but most likely like it's going to seem rushed. And if they don't have like a great way of determining it again, it's back to this point. Someone's going to get screwed over. Right. And are you going to be able to live with yourself saying like, sorry, you got screwed over, but like it just is what it is. And there are some people who are like, yeah, that's fine. Like sorry, Houston, you didn't make it to the next eight, even though you were five and three, just like the other team and whatever. Like you, you're gonna have to live with something, right? And unfortunately, this one people probably aren't gonna be able to live with because it's so new. But I, like you, kind of said, this is my favorite. This is 100% my favorite. This is the most meaningful games and probably like the the way I I've always I I like soccer, but the way like it would create the most tournament. Like, proving you're the best overall style. Like, the regular season does mean a little less, but I don't care. Yeah. The playoffs matter more to me. They always have.
0: The, we believe, Golden State Warriors, like, if they were given this opportunity, they'd probably make it, like, further in this scenario. Because it's not, like, so grueling Mm -hmm. to, like, win, like, winning eight games. Like, let's say, to get to, the conference finals you really win eight games and you're in the like semis, which is a little less daunting, but then you have a series, right? Yeah. It's not like, and that's to your point, what you're saying. Yeah. And
1: all this is being like, yeah, we have this initially, but like once you advance out of it, then there's just normal playoffs after that. So it's not like we are completely eliminating like the system that was in place before. It's you're changing the intro into the tournament is what we're really just doing with this one. Um, but in the GM survey, this got about like twenty five percent of the votes. So I and the other seventy five said we're, we'll just keep the playoffs as is um, or something more like it. Um, so that that goes to the next one, which is play out a portion of the regular season, not the full eighty two games. Um, the seventy two has kind of been the number that's been thrown out as like we'll do that instead, and then just have normal playoffs. I get this idea, but this is the one where like Dame has already kind of pushed back at it of like, why would I play like four games? I don't even have a chance to make the playoffs right. in four games. So I'm just not going to play at all.
0: Like have, have Anthony Simons. Here you go. Here's all the minutes. minutes.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Go
0: right for it. Yep. Like have a great time. I'm going to start working out, start recruiting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I mean, like I, I totally agree with that. Like if you're not going to give whatever those like four teams in the yes. west a shot at the eight, there's no point in them showing up. So like then that gets into okay, so how many teams should we send to the bubble if we go yes. to that, if we go this route. Yeah. Um but if you're going doing like other something else, like a play in tournament somehow. Um like let's say sure, we'll finish out the regular season games here. But the teams who are around the playoffs, you get a couple games to like yeah. try to play in. Somehow.
1: Similar to baseball, wild yeah. card, um, like the one game or a couple games or however you would want to do that. And it's like that'd be close to something, but it's still like could you convince – the Damian Lillard's in the world. And it's not like Damian Lillard doesn't love basketball. Like he wants to play, but he also recognizes like, if I'm not making the playoffs, it doesn't really matter. But like, he doesn't want to come play six scrimmage games and then get four regular season games to still not be in like the,
0: when you're five and a half games out, whatever whatever it is. for. And
1: then like, Oh, but you, you get to play one more game to get in. It's like, again, it just seems like you're just like trying to, you're just reaching. Yeah. It's like you're reaching to try and give them a chance, to give Zion a chance to get into the playoffs, to, to give San Antonio or Sacramento a chance. But it's like, it's the thinnest of of ropes you're throwing out to them, like, to to have a chance. And I oh. get why it doesn't seem worth it then.
0: And, oh, by the way, like, whoever you play, you get to play the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Like, have fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's cute. You made a cute, cool run. You made the playoffs. Now it's going to be a four-game series. Yeah.
1: At what point do you say, like, sorry, injuries suck? Pretty much all these teams that are just missing in the West, injuries have just depleted them throughout the year. Like, that's just kind of the reality of it. And at what point do you say, like, sorry, that sports? It sucks. Like, I'm sorry, Nurkic was out all year. Dame, you, you got banged up a bit. CJ's been banged up. Like, sucks. But, like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, Zion, you missed 50 games. Obviously, the league hated that. But, like... I mean, what what are we supposed to do about it? It is what it is, right? Yeah.
0: and like, I think the biggest thing for me, the, I've kind of been on the side of like, all right, you've had how sixty plus games, yeah. to like make the playoffs or not, and like, I don't feel that bad and if the, you're not like if you're and, not gonna make the cut.
1: And we'll talk about injuries here in a minute, but, I mean, is your team any different now than it was before? Like, are guys who were injured all of a sudden back? For the most part, no. Right. Like, maybe, you know, a tweaked knee that was out a couple weeks, maybe you're back. But, like, is that really changing much? I mean, for Portland, if, you know, damn, he had the low injury, like, okay, yeah, that helped them, obviously. But, like, is it getting in the playoffs still, even with a full regular season? I mean, maybe. But, I mean, probably not. Like, a lot of the injuries, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, you saw the same team you had before. Nurkic, they're not going to throw Nurkic out there. Like, he's been out all year with the broken leg from the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not throwing him out there. Like, you don't have a significantly different team. Is Zach Collins getting back out there? Probably not because they recognize that's probably the center of their future. And they're not going to risk it for, for, honestly, not like nothing.
0: The, like, return on inv- investment so, there it, is It's amazing. just not. Yeah.
1: So, like, I don't know if you're really getting that much different of a team maybe a little more rested like there are playoff teams where like the rest has been nice but like for the teams that probably weren't making the playoffs anyway I don't really know if there's any of their situations have changed enough to be like we subs like we are substantially different team now and we Mm. we want that opportunity so like it's it's cute but eh.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I think this is kind of like I think this, like, in the season is probably the least appealing to me. Because it's just, like, the most vanilla way to approach, like, something. Like, you have an opportunity to, like, expand or try something different. Experiment with what you have in the NBA. Um, And I get, like, the reservations behind, behind it. But at some point, like, it's... Like Scary money, don't make yeah, money. If you're not if you're not willing to change, you're never gonna like nothing's ever gonna change. We're yeah. just gonna have the same playoff yeah. seating forever. Um, I don't know. And then the like straight to playoffs.
1: Still have scrimmages, but then yeah, you're straight into the playoffs, whether that's sixteen teams or twenty teams or twenty four teams, you're just straight into the playoffs. I I would prefer this to the seventy two game. Yeah. Like I, I honestly I don't I don't care to play five more regular season games. Like that doesn't do anything for me. Um because honestly none of them are really going to matter. Like for the play for the teams trying to make the playoffs, it they're not going to matter cuz there's not enough time for them to matter. Now, it matters for like the middle of the West or the middle of the East cuz like spots like 3 through 6 in both conferences are like razor thin. So it would matter for those teams, but again, You've had 60-something games. Like, <laughs> if you think you're substantially better than the Utah Jazz, and like, you should have showed that for the 65 games you did play. Like, prove you were substantially better. Like, the Lakers did. Clippers mm. did. Yeah. Like, if you think – if Houston, if you think you're substantially better, then why didn't you do it? You know? Like, sometimes it's – again, that's sports. Right. Like, you might be a better team than them, but your record doesn't say it. So, like, be where you are, go into the playoffs, and just – You know, whether it's you're playing the Jazz or whomever, then beat them and prove it that way, then because you haven't proved it all year that you are consistently better than them, substantially better than them. So, like, this is what this is like the reality you're in, then just deal with it. Right. If you think you're better, then beat them.
0: Exactly. I I don't know. Like, if I'm a GM on a borderline playoff team, wouldn't you rather, and we can get into this in a second, wouldn't you rather have the lottery pick or a lottery ish pick?
1: Would the Spurs rather have pick number eleven, or like a chance to maybe play the Lakers and the draft pick falls to like sixteen, and get swept?
0: So like the thought process, if you're like wanting to be in the playoffs, is like I want to get my guys game game minutes. Okay, let's look at the Spurs roster. Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge don't Ruby Gay don't necessarily need that. Yeah, it's I'm, like wouldn't you rather? whatever you're going to do in the off season, wouldn't you rather just get on with it than just kind of have this like week, maybe of four games that you're just going to get smacked around in. Yeah.
1: Kind of put your players through the ringer. Yeah. For, for what? Right. You know, playing the scrimmage games, playing the playing game or whatever, and then playing the Lakers like, or the Clippers, you know, honestly, any of the top teams in the West, like they're, they're going to get punched in the mouth by them. So like, yeah, it's not worth it at that point to me get the better draft pick and move on. Like just sometimes the best way to move on is just go forward with it. Yeah. Like, let's just move on with our lives and, and figure out something else to do. And that's why part of me is like, I, the playing games like sound kind of cool. Like the AL and in, in, like the wild wow card from baseball idea. It's kind of the March madness thing. Like it's just a game get in or don't. Um, it sounds kind of cool, but at the same time I'm like, I mean, if the Mavericks are, eight games ahead of the Spurs or the Kings or whatever, or the Pelicans, then, like, I mean...
0: They kind of earned their way. Did they not
1: earn it? Then, yeah. like, the Grizzlies even are, like, four games up on, like, the ninth team in the West. Like, at what point do you say, like, that's a pretty substantial margin? Like, at right. what point do you not just say, Grizzlies, you're in? Like, you've been the better team all year. Like, not that the Grizzlies are a great team, but, like, you earned it. At what a point you earned it? Right. So, I mean... Normally, if it's a full regular eighty two game season, yeah by game sixty eight we're not saying all right, we're done like these are teams you would play all eighty two but like this is't a normal eighty two game season, so like you just kind of i don't know to me it's like the sixteen just that's it those are the sixteen that you are who you are you've won the games you've won you've lost the games you've lost is what it is there's there's no one that's like has like a half game out and they're like have a huge grievance because You know, a ref screwed him in a game and that cost him like there's there's no one like that. It's it's not where we had like a couple years ago, like a team's literally fighting in game 82 for the playoffs. Right. It's not that situation. So, I mean, maybe if we play at all 82, maybe a situation like that would occur. But as of game 68 ish for every team, that's not what the case is. It, it, It really seems like move on to the 16 or do like a different format just one way or the other. Now the reseeding is the really interesting point. Even if you just keep the 16, the reseeding eliminating the conferences is an idea that's been thrown out for a long time and it's getting some more publicity again.
0: So the thing that the reason I think one of the big reasons is because you're in this bubble. Like travel, yeah. the op school of travel has been eliminated. Removed. Yep. Um you're living in a bubble. <laughs> like the, the like we've always said if this was a, if we lived in a vacuum, like well, this we, would be a mess. We're literally gonna, or the NBA is gonna live in a vacuum in Disney World, I guess, with Mickey Mouse. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about this. It would be really awesome, like if that this were a thing, because we would get more. It kind of goes back to the World Cup thing of like we get more meaningful matchups quicker, and it kind of like has some fun matchups. Like, you're not gonna see Orlando play or like you're not going to see the 76ers in boston play like right away which is cool like you get to see a different matchup on the other side of that like that rivalry is kind of taken away at the same time like you don't get to see like houston and utah match up and see if like utah can overcome houston yeah that's the downside i like variety i'm kind of in that camp
1: yeah so um from keith smith um nba reporter so he said if playoffs went one through 16, no conferences, this is what the matchups would be right now. The Bucks magic, which it was going to be the same thing either way. So that one doesn't change. Lakers nets. Mm. Um, Again, there's no Kyrie. There's no KD, but still that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Um, Raptors grizzlies. I think, I think that's fun. Um, Better than Raptors nets to me. That would have been. Um, And Lakers would have played the grizzlies. So like, I mean, that would have been fun too, but like, again, so far, like I'm, I'm feeling those three Clippers Mavs again. That's fun. Again, that's what it would have been anyway. That's fun. I like that. Um, Celtics actually would still play the 76ers. Really? Because of how far down the 76ers <laughs> fell. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so that still happens. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Nuggets Pacers. It's different. It's, it's different at least, yeah. you know, uh, again, I don't know if the Nuggets really have like a beef with anybody. So like, I don't know if it really would have mattered, um, for them uh they would have played the rockets and mm. um but like i'm fine with them playing the pacers that's cool too pacers were getting sneaky hot there i mean they uh passed philly yeah. so um next one would be jazz rockets so again we get that yeah, again get that. um yeah. weren't supposed to get that uh but that's what we would have got um in this one through 16 scenario and then heat thunder that's uh, fun that's fun too um yeah. bringing back a little bit of the old Uh, Don't bring that up. (laughs) Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Okay. So, I mean, completely different teams now, but uh, again, cool little history there too. So it's not like you're, like, completely losing, like, tradition and history and all that right. through these because some just happened to work out, and some would have been what it was going to be anyway. And then there are some, like, weird little matchups in there, um, whether that's Raptors-Grizzlies or, uh, like, the last one mentioned.
0: Ra- Raptors-Grizzlies would be interesting because of Jokic versus, like, the centers. Like, they actually have centers. Like, Indiana actually has centers.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, Sabonis and Jokic going up against each Turner and Sabonis going up yeah. against each other. Because, like, yeah, it's cause Denver goes Millsap-Jokic well then indiana goes sabonis turner like okay kind of banging in there you got some old school like 90s basketball yeah you get some oladipo jamal murray thing malcolm brogdon gary harris like you're like oh okay this is this is kind of cool um so i think yeah like even like the weird ones are fun yeah um like raptors grizzlies like in theory the raptors are gonna win that 4-0 or 5-1 or 4-1 um but, I mean, see Jaw and Kyle Lowry go at it. That's cool. Jaron Jackson and Pascal go at it. Again, I'm I'm for that. Like, let's just see some weird stuff. And yeah. some of these are, like, fairly normal. Some of them are a little weird. But, like, I mean, the Nets could steal a game from the Lakers or two. I mean, just as likely as the Grizzlies could. So, you know, like, I I think, again, it's the time to try it. I think that's the bottom line. You, If you're ever going to try it and, like, test run it, This is the perfect opportunity.
0: Yeah. Like, there's... If you're not going to do it now, you're never going to do it. Probably
1: never going to do it, yeah.
0: Like, just because there's never going to be a time where all these NBA teams are willing to come to a bubble...
1: To try it for just a year.
0: Lose home games. Yes. Like, that's the biggest hang-up, right? About all these other scenarios applying it to, like, life. Or to, like, real life outside of coronavirus. Is that... Uh, owners just want those home games even if they want that
1: revenue if
0: you want the the two playoff games where you get smoked apparently that's yeah
1: that's worth it to that's them that's
0: worth it whatever um i don't know i i think it i i don't know i like the 1 through 16 we've talked about it before yeah. as a proposed thing i like world cup a little bit better because it presents more interesting more
1: diversity within that yeah yeah
0: more different basketball um straight to playoffs i think is probably going to be the thing that happens i bet so like realistically it's the least amount of people you have to bring in least amount of teams
1: the only questions then the reseeding or not yeah. keep conferences or not yeah um again i hope they mix it up but you started to touch on like there are ramifications no matter what you do um because the the schedule's already messed up Like the timeline. The timelines are for sure just screwed. Um, whether that's draft or summer league. And then you touched on like people want the home games, like the owners want the home games because TV deals and ticket sales and and other revenue sources like that's how a lot of teams make money. Like you can make an easy million dollars per game. Mm -hmm. And normally you might only make $500,000 on a regular season home game. So all of a sudden, like just the income is just so substantially different that like I get why you'd want it. But all that's screwed anyway. So even if you do do the bubble, and no matter how you do it, East, West, 1 through 16 reseed, whatever you do, you're going to have to have some real talks with the teams like can camera crews from OKC, like whoever OKC's got a partnership with, come in and film the game or not because OKC is a smaller market team. They want to cut. They need some money coming in. They need some revenue. Right. Like no offense. Like no one's going out and buying a, Shea Gildas Alexander jersey right now.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. One's in the mail. <laughs> No, just kidding.
1: Because, like, why would you? Like, right? It's just not, like, the time to do it. Like, you're not going to a playoff game. Right. You know, because all the, you know, a couple thousand people that wouldn't normally go to game are going now because it's the playoffs.
0: Well, like... They even, need something to wear. Even if you're thinking, like, expanding it out, like, as an owner, you're thinking about the area of Oklahoma City. Like, that yeah. has popped up because, in large part, due to the thunder and the presence of mm-hmm. downtown Oklahoma City. So, like, are those restaurants staying in business during this? Yeah. Probably not because... Forty-one nights of the year, they have a ton. What, fifteen thousand people coming downtown yeah. to just be around, and some some of them will come, but some won't. But like you're getting that revenue, you're getting that yeah exposure. Now with this, like you're not right? exactly
1: like yeah, no one's. Probably going out to like the Oklahoma City bars and restaurants to watch the game. They're just going to stay at home and watch it. You know, a few will still go out, but like for the most part, like you're you, that's not coming in. And if you're an owner that has any stake in like the local area, um, like some owners do, then like that actually matters to you. Now there are some that like they, they don't give two craps. Like they don't right. live there, they don't. But it if it's good for the city it's usually good for the team because a lot of teams ask like cities to fund tax dollars like facilities and whatnot because they recognize the revenue they bring in so like there are ramifications um now focusing on like draft and summer league i mean part of it's the timeline screwed up like the more games you have now the farther this thing goes into the fall and that's going to mess up when the draft is how much summer league and prep time you get before next year Because that's been a discussion too with Adam Silver is if we do whatever format, it's got to end by a certain point because we got to get next year started also. And you got to have a draft and free agency and summer league and, you know, workouts and everything. And that there's just like basically three months you got to have for all that stuff. Like you, you can't do that in a month or two. Like you kind of got to have like two or three months, like full. Right. So the, the general day though, and I was like Labor Day. It's like you can't fit in all this stuff in a month and a half if you're doing regular season games, if you're doing tons of scrimmages. Like you, you kind of just got to get to the point. So I wouldn't even be surprised if for these playoff things, even to go straight to playoffs, like, can we do five game series, like best of five, like back how we used to,
0: like shorten first, yeah, first round, yeah, get on with it, and then second. Well, maybe even second round, five games, whatever that is.
1: Yeah, just because they got to speed up the timeline a little bit. Like, we can't wait an extra week in the first round for, you know, Jazz Rockets to finish up. Because <laughs> it's we,
0: going out like six, seven games, Yeah, right?
1: we, we can't wait that extra and we can't wait an extra week in the second round because, whatever, Heat piss or not Heat Pissons, <laughs> heat, heat Celtics need an extra week, right? right? We, we just can't do that. We can't afford that for the sake of next year. So like I know Adam Silver probably hasn't made a choice yet, but I do wonder since it's been a couple of days since we've heard about that survey and stuff, maybe that means like they actually are coming up with actual decisions. Because the target date as reported is like July thirty first. They wanna be started by July thirty first. So late. Like, Which that yeah, that's I really
0: mean, So maybe the thought is, okay, like Let's say this week. So this week's going to be June 1st. By June 5th, which is Friday, we have a decision. Yeah. So that means we got to get everyone to Disney World. Yeah. So And then quarantine for two weeks because that's the big hang-up on this timeline. So two weeks from now is like middle of July. Yeah. And then you have scrimmages. So is that a week, two weeks? So then you're looking at July 1st, possibly for any semblance of, I don't know. But serious games, yeah. whatever that is, if that's playoffs. So, that's if everything just goes according to plan.
1: Right? Yeah, heaven forbid, like someone test positive.
0: Right, yeah. So, like, uh, by July 31st means a lot to me. Like, it could be, alright, we, we, we're we gonna start actually on July 15th, but our goal is July 31st. Yeah. Like, you know? I don't know... Are you
1: giving yourself some leeway in there? Right. Or not?
0: Like, are we... At, like internally as the league actually thinking like july like the weekend after july 4th like that's when we want to start but like if something really like crap hits the fan and we have to quarantine again for two more weeks we have that leeway
1: yeah that would in theory that sounds really smart to do can they get everything organized in time to even allow that leeway to happen
0: logistically it's a nightmare because you have to disinfect like everything before you even like you have to get disney world which i'm sure they have the resources to do to disinfect everything and prepare these facilities for these teams yeah wrangle everyone up and get them on a plane or transport them somehow to orlando who knows how that's gonna happen
1: well and an aside to that is is disney gonna open up period like to like the public like their park
0: like is that another question the league has to discuss like you can't like
1: you can't have that like, you can't have people walking around and right, security yeah. guards in one area with just randos going to the park and then coming over and being security for nba games like that can't work either
0: do right. they just I, shut right. off the like sports section
1: i don't know i don't know and can they ask disney like hey can you not open your park
0: that's a Damn. lot of i mean they've that's, lost a, a that's a ton. lot of money like this is in theory they're like peak season, season. yeah because it's summer when everyone's out of school I don't know. Those are, I mean, I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions <laughs> in conversations, but those are all logistical things they have to accomplish, in theory, by July 31st. There's so many moving parts there. Like, September, like, that weekend of September 1st seems, a. it's tough, because, like, that's that's when football's starting. Like, in theory, football should be And starting. that's
1: what NBA has always wanted to avoid, is overlap with college football and the NFL. They've always wanted to avoid that. And that's why I even talked about pushing the season back like at start date to avoid it. And it's like, now you're literally running right into it. You I are going to butt thick heads of it. with this.
0: Like, these leagues.
1: So, like, I, would you not play games, or at least mini-games, on, like, Saturday, Sunday? Because you don't want, like, you just know people aren't going to watch much. And that takes away, like, some of your viewership and everything. But, like, if you're not playing on Saturdays and Sundays, or not much, like... What? How many games are you trying to fit in Monday right. through Friday? Are your teams going to play back to backs? Like you're telling me, LeBron or Kawhi wants to play back to back games
0: in playoffs and like yeah. meaning yeah, like in the finals,
1: meaningful playoff games? No, they're not. So, th- stars will drive what's going to happen here. I think that's something that needs a little more talk. Is like we can ask GMs what they want to do. We can ask owners what they want to mm-hmm. do. But if LeBron James says, if Giannis. Says if James Harden says something different, Adam Silver is going to have a hard time saying, look guys, we hear you, but that's not what we're going to do. And then they're going to say, like, you're not the one playing the basketball games. So you can, uh,
0: well, like in it. part, like is Jenny bus gonna not listen to LeBron James? Like the answer is no. Like yeah. if she's like, Hey, this has been floated around. What do you think? And he's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
1: Is she gonna go back to Adam Silver, even though she may like the idea personally, go back and say like something different? I don't know.
0: I I would think not, because then LeBron James is like, Alright, I don't wanna be a Laker anymore.
1: Guess who's opting out of their contract? <laughs> Me. That's the thing and Steve Ballmer or Lawrence Frank and other guys in the Clippers higher management. Can they honestly go to Adam Silver if Kawhi says one thing and they say another? Cause Kawhi's gonna opt out, hundred yeah, percent. Right. Kawhi's gone,
0: right? And so is Paul George. Because Paul, they're because <laughs> they're,
1: they're playing together. Yeah, like that's the
0: whole reason they're together and their contracts line up.
1: Again, player empowerment. We've allowed it to happen, and it's still gonna happen
0: right now. I think it's that. That's the best thing that can can keep the league in check. Because honestly, like, let's be real. If Roger Goodell were like, we're do, like we're playing regardless of coronavirus, and Tom Brady was like no, I'm not playing, I'm not. the response would be, all right, you're not playing. Yeah. Like, it. I think this is the point where, like, it benefits the NBA because it it's just not a bunch of people making a decision in a room and then handing it down. It's like yeah. the players are like, no, we're not going to do they're it They're going to have
1: a voice in it. And yeah. it, that's not saying, like, LeBron and Kawhi don't want to play. Like, I'm sure players want to play basketball.
0: Oh, they but, for sure do.
1: But they're not going to – there's going to come a point where, like, If it's going too far, like it's getting too crazy, or if it's like too just so far out there to make things happen, they'll be like, we gotta, like, we're done. I guess. I I could see that. Um, Real quick, player point. um, How badly do you want to see players and coaches mic'd up since there's gonna be no crowd? So bad. (laughs) So much.
0: I want Russ mic'd up the entire game. That's like
1: one guy we both said. We need Russell Westbrook. I mean, with a microphone 100% of the time.
0: When he does the the baby rock yeah. the baby and then he does the old, he's small old, yeah uh,
1: small. yeah i need i need a mic on him permanently joel and beat i need a mic on 100 percent of the time mark smart pat bev
0: yeah all those kyle guys. lowry i i think i've grown more appreciation for russell westbrook since we've been in this quarantine <laughs> i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i've just appreciated it more okay all right uh Anyways, uh, just, like, the – I and another thing is, like, pumping crowd noise. Or like, like, Bundesliga does it. I It's not terrible watching, like, on TV, but soccer is so focused around, like, chance and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a different type of fan atmosphere. I don't know what it's going to be like Maybe. when LeBron, like, sinks a deep three over Kawhi. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: If Mike Green's not there, are we still going to get a bang? Like, I yeah. just get like a pre recorded bang. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is like, I, in like different leagues across the world for sp- soccer or basketball or whatever, like, I borderline don't care what their players have to say. Right. Like on the field or court or whatever, but like, I care yeah. about hearing LeBron yell. At obscenities you know,
0: at Rajon Rondo, you know, yeah,
1: because he missed a defensive assignment. Like, I want to hear that. Yeah, like I, I want to, like right. I want to, I want to hear Jason Tatum, like hit a back and then talk trash on the way back down the court. Like, right, like that's <laughs> that's what I want. Like, because right. the NBA has been so much about like players, right? Like, so embrace the players. So that's uh that needs a hundred percent to happen. Um,
0: Can we get like you know how the Last Dance had TVMA? Can we get a version uh-huh. of TVMA for? Uh-huh uh like these broadcasts yeah
1: have like espn have it with the mics on the players and espn two is having in the crowd noise yeah let's do that um so then <laughs> there are gonna be some guys that with return to play either aren't gonna return or it's gonna be very questionable what they look like we kind of joked about Jokic. yeah what is sure. this dude gonna look like um when he comes back in but there are guys who had like actual injuries like right before this or coming back from injuries or it's like well now with this extended layoff like could they come back even though they weren't supposed to it's like we'll just kind of run through some of these guys so the nets most notably it's durant and Irving. i don't feel like either of those guys are going to come That like, it's not worth it
0: no they're still probably debating whether earth is flat or not <laughs> no all kidding aside like i like if I'm Sean Marks, I'm not concerned about this season. Like You're not this winning see, a championship. This season you knew coming in was never the season you were. Yeah. Like it's all about next season. The benefit to the Nets is like if the if next season doesn't start till December 25th, guess what? That that benefits Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Yeah.
1: So I don't expect it to return. It'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, if they get, it's just like again that scenario. Like what if they got matched up with the Lakers? And it's KD. And Kyrie against LeBron and AD. Like, come on.
0: Like, that's first round. Like, that would be amazing.
1: But, again, it's...
0: Probably not. It
1: like, shouldn't happen. Yeah. Responsibly, it shouldn't happen. Um, the Sixers, we've talked about them a bit. But, again, we've mentioned this on previous pods. But the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid injuries. Ben Simmons, I mean, he wasn't supposed to come back at all. But now, it's like he could come back.
0: So, that's the confusing thing. Is like, we haven't really... Because, like, these teams have been out. They haven't really given injury updates yeah, and like, I think Joel Embiid is the biggest question mark there because that's the heart of the Sixers team. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, we talked about this with the Last Dance. If you have a chance to win, you should go for it. But I don't, I don't know where these guys are at. Yeah,
1: and it's uh, it's one of those if Simmons and Embiid do play, the Sixers have a real chance of. Moving on to the second and third rounds, and if they're fully healthy, if they don't play, the Sixers are getting swept because yeah. teams trash without them. <laughs> um, if one of them plays, they maybe can get to the second round. Yeah, but again, Elton Brand and the rest of the management there is just gonna have to weigh like, not quite as much as the Nets. And it's a, it's similar but not quite the same of like how worth it is it. Sixers try to go for it this year. They tr- they built their roster in a very unique way.
0: All. All cards on the table, all yeah. chips in the middle. Like, this is what the the Sixers are saying. Like, we are built this team for the playoffs. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, none of those guys really aren't on, like, the last years of the deal right. either. Like, those guys still have multiple years in the contract. So you could just run it back and go into the next year with the same mindset. But if those guys are healthy and able, like, you want to you wanna try it. But then you I, – I I would say – and this is not just me as a Boston fan. This is me trying to be a responsible management would say like probably need to hold back if you were in group stage like doing the world cup style you could get away with like resting them a little bit against you know the the spurs or the kings or whoever you'd have to play in those games but you couldn't get away with it against the better teams if you really wanted to move on part of me just says shut it down Mm. that's the responsible thing to do but again like you said they were trying to win this year it wasn't working in the regular season that well so maybe they can just deny it, deny the inevitable, and just try to run it back. That's, yeah, that's th- a delusional thing to do.
0: Right. I, if I'm Brett Brown, I want the, I want these guys to play. Yeah. If I'm Elton Brand, I don't allow these guys to play because Brett Brown's in a different position of like his Find job, the first job. His, his job's on the line. Elton Brand, not so much. Uh, give it a couple years and it might be. But, Should be. Uh, like. I, It's such a tough, like, it's such a weird tension because, like, like you said, these guys aren't on their last deals of a contract, but Joel Embiid is one of the most injury prone players in the NBA. And like, if you feel like you have a chance and he can be healthy, like you have to go for it. But if he gets injured along the way, it could be much worse. And
1: it derails you for this year and next year.
0: Right. Like it sets you back for the duration of his contract. Yeah. And then he leaves. Like that's what he's it would done, come yeah. down to, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So, like that's the tricky part with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Next person, Giannis. He, he had was, a minor injury he before, had, like a knee injury, I think, yeah. before. Um But he's for sure returning. I think he's healthy. Again,
1: the Bucks—they're in the position that they have a legit chance to make it. Yeah. So, um, Dame had a had a minor injury before this. Again, depends on the style. Um, if he would even have a chance to have games to play in. But again, borderline, like it doesn't seem like he's going to have a chance to make the playoffs anyway. Like, even if they do have regular season games still, it doesn't seem like they have a chance anyway. So, yeah, I'm kind of on the shut it down. If it was, if we played 82 games and then this was games 79, 80, 81, and 82, you know, for the four regular season games they get to play. If they were out of it, he wouldn't play anyway. So, Probably just shut it down. If somehow they get in, cool. But probably just shut it down also. Uh, Oladipo, he came back right at the end of January. Yeah. From like a year-long injury yep. of, of that like ruptured quad. And was slowly becoming Victor Oladipo again. Looked awkward for a little bit. Yeah. But right before quarantine was like Some putting up 20 click, plus and Click into place. Yeah. Yep. He's one of the more interesting guys for like is... Could he and the Pacers make a little more noise than they've made all year if they get to play whatever different style of tournament? If they get to come back, and I think they would be a team I would really hate to play in the first round. They kind
0: of, to me, they kind of fit in that Oklahoma City category of teams like you don't really want to play these guys. You can
1: probably beat them yeah. in like six or seven games.
0: But it's not going to be a easy six or seven fun. games. They're going to beat you up. They're going to play physical, and they're going to just like create chaos essentially for your team. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like because of like Sabonis was having a great year, um, all star year. All star mm-hmm. year. They have Brogdon. like competent ball handler yeah. scorer. They just have the pieces to kind of make a run at some of these top yeah. tier teams.
1: Like they're just they're not going to mess up.
0: Right. Like
1: right. you might be better than them, but they're not gonna mess up. So like, as if you can be just like really good all the time, then maybe you can beat them. But if like you're an inconsistent team, and you get matched up with them, well, then all of a sudden like that's why like the matchup with I think it was Denver it was gonna be really interesting because when Denver looks really good, man, they are they really are a top three team in the West. But when Denver is kind of shaky.
0: Jamal Murray inconsistency shouldn't be spoken in the same yes. sentence, right? Yes,
1: um, That Those are the type of games where, like, Brogdon drops 25 and Murray scores 8. And right. you're like, what happened? Right. Like, that would be a team, like, they would be like, give us them. And they would feel reasonably mm. good about their chances. Maybe more so than playing, like, the Heat or Boston or something. But, I mean, uh, I mean, you just get the matchup you get. So, I don't know. The Pacers could make a little noise. Um, we mentioned Iguodala off air. That's an interesting situation because he didn't play for like a year.
0: <laughs> he refused to play with Memphis post trade deadline. Got traded, or well, right before the trade deadline, yeah. got traded to Miami and started playing with Miami. Well, post trade deadline was like a couple weeks from the NBA <laughs> yeah. shutting down, so he really only got to play a little bit. It didn't look necessarily Gr- great.
1: Yes. So I don't know if the more time off, well, I it has not helped. Right. And he needed time to gel with That team hasn't got most likely hasn't got it unless they've been doing some undercover stuff, which <laughs> hey, was, could have happened too. Um, that's just a really shaky situation, and one that Miami might be a little more hesitant to mm-hmm. introduce him into than they thought they would have when they traded for him. Um, which I don't blame them for trading for him still. Um, but you did give up a good bit to, to try and get him. So, honestly, it's the Jay Crowder that was looking a little better
0: yeah i mean he was having he's having a great year um for memphis and then he was playing well for miami yeah hopefully you can think like jimmy butler is gels better maybe he gets a little bit more rest but that like piece there is definitely going to be interesting yeah last two here kind of just like super fringe teams
1: it would depend on how many teams the league invites
0: back yeah for sure john wall this is the one he's been out for what like t- a year and a half
1: feels like it, but he's been openly saying this last month or so I'm a hundred percent ready and ready to get back out there. And don't <laughs> me wrong, I, I uh, unexpectedly got on the Wizards bandwagon to make the playoffs um, <laughs> a few pods ago because again, Bradley Beal is um, amazing, but I again. For if you're the Wizards, you, you can't let him go out there. You can't do it. I mean, this, But you may want to really bad. The,
0: like, I get, like, uh, yeah, we need to get this guy. We're paying almost $40 million a year.
1: We need some return on investment. <laughs>
0: we need to get this guy out here and playing some games under this contract or else he's never going to play. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want the opposite of that to happen. Yeah. Like, you don't want him to re that Achilles injury. Because you didn't give it enough time, or you yeah. didn't rehab it enough.
1: Yeah, you didn't um, introduce him back to the game well enough.
0: Like it wasn't slow yeah. enough, whatever that is. And I'm sure there's doctors along the way, but I mean there were doctors when Kevin Durant injured yeah. his Achilles last year. Um, I, I would be hesitant, especially because for the Wizards, like this year is pretty much meaningless to you anyway. Yeah, like you ain't you're even doing anything. Like Brad Beal had an amazing year, scoring what like 30 points a game. Yeah, and that's all nice you still were like, four or five games three games back yeah from, they were like oh 24
1: and 40 yeah like, like
0: you were <laughs> you were like
1: 16 games under 500 or it's something it's not
0: like you were this world beater of a team yeah. that's just like destroyed people yeah people um i don't know i i would hold john wall back in most of these instances i on an earlier pod this year when steph curry and draymond green got hurt I was advocating for Golden State to shut the whole thing down and get the number one pick. I wasn't too far off on that. No, <laughs> you weren't.
1: You weren't. Um, <laughs> it was.
0: It was like a weekend to the season. So that's the way I lean towards these things in general because yeah, you want the better pick. Like yeah. you need more talent.
1: Yeah, and so like for the Warriors, the last one we're going to bring up, like Clay and Steph, they've been out. Whew! But the Clay
0: Thompson thing's really interesting.
1: Yeah, because all of a sudden it's like, well, this is the right about time you should be able to come back and. Start, and if you get some scrimmage games and that team really knows each other, all of a sudden you're like, well, this is different than the Wizards. This is the Warriors. This is Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, weirdly Andrew Wiggins. But, like, <laughs> this is something.
0: Like, the lineup of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Marquise Chris. That doesn't sound terrible.
1: That, that gets you out of the group stage or out of the f- potentially first round, depending on your matchup. Depending on the play and thing and all that, and whatever that looks like. Um, yeah, also, that's like a. I don't think it's a championship run, but it's like a.
0: You give damn, some teams some scares. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it takes one Steph Curry 35 footer to all of a sudden just like rock your world, and you're like, gosh, dang it. We gotta <laughs> do this again, don't I we?
0: Mean, I mean, it's again, like during this Golden State run, and I guess some. It might be over for some. But essentially, if you're down 15, you're essentially tied. Like, if you're up 15, you're almost. it feels like you're tied with Golden State because they can hit. They
1: that. can hit five threes in the next two minutes. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, where did this come from?
0: All of a sudden, it's like, oh, man, we had, like, seven minutes to close this game out. It's like, now we're playing 0-0 uh-huh. for the next six minutes.
1: Yep. Yep, that's exactly what happens. So that would be, like, the one if they did invite all 30 teams back. Again, I don't think they should do it, but if you're inviting all 30 back and you get six scrimmage games and you just want to throw them out there and see how it looks during the scrimmage. And then you make a decision. I wouldn't be opposed.
0: It would be a lot of fun. I think, I think Bob Myers would probably lean toward
1: holding, back, holding but...
0: back because you know, they have that brand new stadium. They got to yeah that somehow.
1: Yeah. 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 But one can dream.
0: Yeah, for sure. If, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I, in reality i know it's probably not possible but yeah. whatever we can we can for sure dream uh that's what disney world's all about man nah, <laughs> uh, this is a fun podcast well uh, hopefully we have more like concrete stuff to talk about just not like ideas yeah. and potential hopefully we have like a definitive here's what's gonna happen uh i kind of doubt it but One can dream. One can dream. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 72. Um, We will see you back next week for episode 73.